Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you, allowing others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to all of those other people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little bit of insight, a lot of inspiration and loads of positivity into your day. Welcome to this podcast series, a brand new series about the Ignition program because that is what the Spark to Your Success is all about. It is my pleasure to share with you this journey for young people, for parents, for people who work with young people and all kinds of teams as well as teens. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about flow. Now, before you roll your eyes, thinking, oh my gosh, she's going soft, fluffy, woolly. Flow is not soft, fluffy and woolly. Flow is really tangible and it is one of the underlying, underpinning principles of the Ignition Programme. Now then, we think we're so clever. Aren't we so clever 21st century doing this, all of this personal development stuff? Do you know what? We are clever and yes, 4,000 years ago, the ancient Chinese were already doing personal development, personality profiling and flow, probably bigger, better and more sophisticated than we are doing it right now. And the ancient Chinese, well, they didn't have personality profiles, did they? Well, they didn't have online quizzes, but they did have personality profiling. They had the I Ching or the Book of Change. And it was what they used to align their personalities to, to find the best path to live their lives so that they would be most fulfilled and feel successful. And the ancient Chinese believe we have a fundamental basic right to live our lives in something called flow. So before I tell you my definition of flow or the ancient Chinese definition of flow, What's your definition of flow? I take a moment, give it a little thought and then write it down or shout it out loud. You can shout at at me through the podcast, whatever you're listening to it on. Tell me what is your definition of flow? Take a moment and just think about that. For some people, you probably said, go with the flow. Uh, Flow's like water. Um, taking it easy, being chilled in the zone. They're often answers that people give me about flow. And um, flow to the ancient Chinese was your path of least resistance. Now, I have to say that slowly because my brain, it takes a little moment to register what that actually is saying to me, what it's all about. Your path of least resistance. Think about that. If it is least resistance, then it must be no pushback because there's no resistance. If there's no pushback, then hmm, that must be easy and effortless then. So it is your path to ease and effortlessness. Now then, modern author of flow, it was a gentleman called Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. And Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi sadly passed away uh, very recently, but left an amazing legacy in his work about flow. And so Cheeks Emma Hiley, go and listen to the TED Talk, did a 
amazing TED talk back in 2004, I believe, uh, on his concept of flow. He said, flow with that sweet spot, that being in the zone. I'm going to come back to that in a minute and expand on that and what Mahali would have uh, expanded on it too. So is flow the unmistakable feeling of unstoppable? Think about that as a description. The unmistakable feeling of unstoppable. And a great metaphor for flow, of course, is water. And water, when it is in that big flowing river, is a force of nature. When that river is in full flow and it's on purpose, heading to where it's going, it's unstoppable. Now, on purpose, that river knows where it's going, right? It's going to the lake or it's going to the sea, but it knows where it's going. So it has a purpose. It has a mission. It has an outcome. And so for you to be in flow and a be of that force of nature, being unstoppable, you need to know where are you going with it? What's your outcome? What's your purpose in doing what you're doing? But imagine feeling unstoppable. But you know, that river, that force of nature didn't start its life as a big river, did it? Wasn't all grown up like that. It started its life as a little trickle at the top of a mountain, a little baby trickle. And as it came down the mountain, it got bigger, it got faster, it got wider, it got deeper, it got older. <laughs> it expanded and it grew as it took its journey down the mountain. By the time it got to the bottom of a mountain, then it was unstoppable. I just like held my breath at the feeling of like, what is it like to feel unstoppable? Because when you are on purpose, you are a force of nature, right? When you're in full flow, it doesn't matter if life puts boulders in the way. What will you do? You'll go over them, under them, round them, even through them if you have to. But you are in flow, unstoppable, going where you're going. And when you're in flow, well, it should be fun and it should be easy. Now, I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. People who know me well enough know I love roller coasters. I jump out of aeroplanes. <laughs> I've been known to abseil, walk on hot coals, do all that kind of stuff. Are you or anyone you know an adrenaline junkie? Yeah. Do you love to go to the water parks? This is what I say to the kids. You love to go to the water parks. Yes, TJ. Yes, we do. When you go to the water parks, right, you have a good look round. You see all the little slides and you think, yeah, I might have a go on them. But what you really have got your eye on is the biggest slide. So what do you do? You tuck your rubber ring under your arm, off you go. You're at the bottom of the stairs, you're all excited. You get halfway up, you've got a mixture now of excitement and maybe a little nervousness. And when you get to the top and you put your rubber ring on the top of the slide, you climb on in and when you let go, you know or somebody pushes you. <laughs> you know that there's no going back. There's no holding on. There is no resistance. You are going to go with the flow. You hear the little kids squealing halfway around. It was probably me. You drop into the water at the bottom and you come up for air and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Can I go do it again? <laughs> you know that feeling. It leaves you excited, exhilarated and wanting to go and do it again. Can I do it again? Can I do it again? You just get that feeling of aliveness when you do it. So when you're in flow, it is that feeling of aliveness that it gives you that you want to go keep doing it again because you're doing what you're naturally gifted and talented at. And that's different for everyone. 
you're doing what you love, loving what you do, it's when time disappears, right? <laughs> Have you ever been in that place where you can just like, oh my gosh, is that the time? Felt like five minutes and it's been over two hours. Like, where did the time just disappear to? It went in the blink of an eye. It's when your mum's been shouting you to come down for your dinner. She's really cross because she's been shouting you for half an hour. You never heard a word because you were absolutely laser focused in what you were doing, right? Nothing else existed. Completely in the zone. Do you know what I mean? Ever been there? Completely in the zone. You're doing something that's got a bit of a challenge to it that is like you want to get that sense of achievement. It's not too hard that it's stressful. It's not too easy that it's like, no, I can't even be bothered with that. But it is right in that sweet spot. You know where I mean. You are doing what you love, loving what you do. It gives you energy, makes your heart sing. So the best thing about flow, when you are in that zone, time's disappeared, you're laser focused, you cannot be stressed, you cannot be depressed, and you cannot be anxious. How awesome is that? Like, <laughs> that got rid of all of our mental health problems, didn't it? Can't be stressed, depressed, or anxious. Whole chunk of them gone. So if I was to ask you right now, right, knowing that little bit that you do right now about flow, on a scale of one to 10, one being like completely stressed and depressed and anxious, completely out of flow, and 10 being like, oh yes, they're in that sweet spot every minute of every day. What score would you give yourself from one to 10 right now? Just make a mental note of that. If you could even notch that up one or two or three points, what difference would it make to your life right now if you were even more in flow? So flow is tangible. It isn't soft, woolly, fluffy. It is about being at one with yourself, being happy, being fulfilled, feeling satisfied and that you're achieving. What a great boost for your well-being. So what is flow for you? Think about what is flow for you? What are those times where you're just like, you are in the zone doing what you love, loving what you do, that makes you feel excited and alive and gives you energy rather than takes energy from you. Those things that you're excited that you get to do today, can I do it again tomorrow? So stop for a moment, grab your phone to take some notes on or a piece of paper and a pen and write down three things at home that are flow for you, stuff that you love to do when you're out of work or out of school. They may be hobbies, they may be sports, it may be a leisure time. Like what are three things that are like time disappears, can't wait to go and do that. What is it three, also write down three things at school or at work that tasks, activities, tasks that you love to do. Like, oh yes, I get to do this lesson today or I get to do this task at work today. That is awesome. You pause me if you need to stop and think about those things to write them down because it is important, important to know what is flow, that you get to be in that mm, sweet spot every day. Good for your mental health when you like that. So what is it that makes you happy? Now, for some of you might say uh, it's cooking or it's sport or it's um, it's maths or it's science or it's creative writing or it's art. It'll be different for everybody, right? What is it for you? 
and think about what specifically makes it flow for you. If it's about being an, if it's about sports, is what about sport do you love? Is it being creative about how you perform or solve problems to make you even better? Is it about being in a team? Is it about winning? Is it about encouraging other people? Is it about understanding the rules of the game and making sure that everybody follows them and it's fair? Or do you love to learn the technical aspects of the game or the move so that you can improve it even more? What is it for you specifically that puts you in the zone with that activity? So equally, when you've unpaused me and come back, equally, it's good to understand what is out of flow for you and the impact of being out of flow. So what are activities that you feel a resistance to wanting to do? They take energy from you. You find them frustrating or difficult It's those things that you'd rather stick pins in your arm than do them. They're always at the bottom of your to-do list. Like you'd rather go tidy your desk or your bedroom than do that thing. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? They're like, oh, energy sapping. You have to take, you have to like take a deep breath because you groan inside at the thought of having to do them. What are those things for you that put you out of flow? Write down again, pause me, write down things, three things at home in your leisure time that if somebody suggested it, you're like, seriously, you want me to do that when I've got some time off? (laughs) Three things at school, three things at work, tasks or lessons that are out of flow for you. It's important because these are the things that take effort, that take energy, that cause you stress, anxiety, or just that groan inside, what are those things for you that you would procrastinate? When you have them written down, unpause me, come back. Because you have to know what blocks your flow, because when your flow is blocked, you feel stuck. It's like this, right? There you were, canoeing, paddling down that river, going with the flow, along with the current, easy and effortless, and then all of a sudden, darn it, you ran up on a sandbank. There you are in your canoe, stuck. That's what it feels like when you're out of flow, right? Stuck. When something or somebody has blocked your flow. And it is frustrating and it's hard work and it's like, oh, big effort to do that task, do that thing. And then finally force yourself back into the river and yay, hurrah, back into flow again. So what is flow for you? What is out of flow for you? Really, really good to know because you want to do more that is flow for you, less that is out of flow for you because when you are doing things that is not are not your natural flow, then well, that's hard, that's hard isn't it? That <laughs> it's not going to be a great day if you're going to be exhausted by doing it. I know for me, right, out of flow for me is when I have to pay attention to the fine details of things. My team, no, don't ever send me a spreadsheet. (laughs) Spreadsheets are totally out of flow for me. I find it exhausting to plow through all that data and detail and there's no colour and it's just, ugh, numbers. That is totally out of flow for me. (sighs) Good to know, because sometimes you have to pull your big girl or boy pants up and get in, get on with it, get out, get out of flow again, get into flow again. Sometimes you have to pull your big girl or boy pants up, get in, get on with it, 
get back into flow again as a reward. So it's not an excuse for poor behavior. I can't do that. It's out of flow for me. But it is a good recognition of what is and what isn't flow for you. So you understand it's not that I'm rubbish or, you know, other people are like so amazing and I'm not. No, it just might not be your natural strength. It might not be your natural flow of things. They find it effortless because it's flow for them. You find it hard because it's not flow for you. So the gift is when you start to know what is flow for you and what isn't, then maybe when you're working in a team, you can find people to complement what is flow and out of flow for you. So if there's things that you find hard that really exhaust you, give them to somebody who loves it, they will thank you for it. Because the more you can put other people in flow, the more you get to go and play in your flow as well. And then everybody's happy, right? Everybody's happy. So it's what you're using your strengths in. Now, that's really important on a day-to-day basis at home, at work, at school, in the classroom, because we have way too many people, way too many people out of flow, stressed, depressed and anxious. One of my biggest client groups are young people with massively high anxieties. If you're stressed, depressed and anxious, it tells me you probably don't know who you are. And so you don't know what's causing the stress and anxiety in terms of it's out of flow for you and how to deal with that. So it's really important and it's really tangible. It is really important in in the classroom to help young people be in flow. So if you've got teachers listening in, take note. It's really important to keep our kids in flow in this classroom because then they will be engaged with you. Really important in the workplace as well. Because when you're in flow, you'll do what you love, love, and do. It's what you're naturally gifted and talented in. You're using your strengths and therefore adding value and therefore being valued. What a great place to be. Great boost in confidence and self-worth, right? So a few years ago, Gallup did a poll and they asked people in the workplace globally, Do you use your strengths every day, i.e. are you feeling valued because you're using your natural gifts and talents? A shame I can't show you the slide that goes with this, but let me share share the statistics. Top of the list, top of all the countries was India, where 36% of the workforce said, yes, I use my strengths in the day. 36, that was top. Please take note of that. US followed at 32%, only a third of people said they were in flow every day. Uh, Who was next? Uh, Canada, 30%, Germany, 26%. Are you waiting for your country yet? (laughs) UK, 17%. What the heck? Japan, 15%. China, 14%. France, 13%. Like, seriously, people. That tells me we have a lot of stress, depression and anxiety, low morale and low trust in the workplaces. Now, even if we were to, like with any of those, like double those figures, we still at best would be 72%, UK 34% if we doubled those those figures. But even if we doubled it and people were feeling valued because they were adding their value and they were in flow, then... Imagine what a different place those classrooms or those workplaces would be. 
because everybody's doing what they love, loving what they do. Nobody's clock watching because they are just engrossed in their work. Time disappears. They are loving every minute of it. So they are going to give more than their best. When you are doing what you do best, you're trusted to do what you do best. Other people trust you to get on with it. Nobody's clock watching. Nobody's micromanaging. Everybody is just adding value to the business. So in that case, product morale goes up, trust goes up, productivity goes up. Therefore, profitability goes up and then everybody can be paid more and feel valued and continue that cycle of adding value. So we want to make sure that you know what flow is, you know who you are at your core so that as you transition through education, choosing options, higher education into employability, or entrepreneurship, you know that you're going to be in roles aligned to your personality, your passion, your purpose, that is going to be in flow for you, that you will go out and play every day. You will love what you do rather than, like many people, get advised into a good job. But a good job is only a good job if it's right for you. If you have to work really, 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 really hard at something to be good at it, and in that working really, really, really hard to be good at it, it takes a lot of energy, that's a clue. It's not your natural flow. Now, you can learn to do anything, but the thing is, if you you work really, really hard to learn something that is not your natural flow, you show up in the workplace and you're really good at it, and people think, oh, you must love doing that. Let's give you more of that. And you're like, oh my gosh, no, how did I get here in this job that is so stressful? They keep giving me work that I really don't enjoy, but I'm good at it. And now I'm in the, in a job that I'm being rewarded well for doing stuff that I don't enjoy. I'm in a job that is in a convenient location, but I don't really enjoy it. That is such a big trap that so many adults have gotten themselves into and wonder why they're living for the weekends, can't wait for the holidays, or planning their retirement. Do you really want to go into a workplace and feel like that every day? Do you want to go and play every day? I certainly want to go and play every day. And yes, I get to have to go be out of flow some days because there are stuff within, or certainly my business, of course, where, do you know what, I'll go out of flow because it's worth it. But more and more, finding the right people around me that I can delegate what is not flow for me, that is flow for them, so we can grow our team, grow our business, a bit happy in what we're doing. I tell you, in the Back on Track Teens office, time goes in the blink of an eye. Anybody that's been in here and done any work with us, always, or come in and done coaching, always remarks on, wow, oh my gosh, is that the time? (laughs) It went really fast. So when you're inflow, it actually is good for your health, it's good for your nervous system, and it's good for your mental health as well. So do take some time, find out what is flow, start to notice over the next coming days, coming weeks, what are you doing that you're absolutely enough, keep a little journal at the end of the day, what was great today that time disappeared what was actually a little bit exhausted and I was glad that I finished it. Now, I really don't really want to do it every single day. Thanks very much. Start to capture those things. As you do that, we will be building on that subject 
in the next episode of this podcast series. We're going to talk about using flow in terms of finding out who you really are to know even more about what is flow for you. So we're going to be talking about your fuels in the ignition system and I'll give you a little bit more insight into what those fuels are and the whole metaphor for around what energizes you because when you know who you are at your core then life is a whole different place. So enjoy finding your flow, your path of least resistance and go out there and go and be in the zone. Remember to look up Mahaili Cheekset Mahaili and his work on flow and also a good book recommendation apart from uh, Mahaili Cheekset Mahaili is uh, The Big Leap. Talk about, go and find The Big Leap. Uh, that also is a great reference to flow and why it's so important and tangible. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this, the Spark to Your Success podcast. So until next time, do give us a follow, click follow, uh, leave us a review. That would be really wonderful to hear from you. Do send us an email via the website backontrackteens.com if you've got any questions about flow. We look forward to hearing from you. And uh, until next time, go with the flow. Bye for now.